So the best subscription and recurring revenue streams that can help you make quick but realistic income and with low to no startup costs, I'm going to share with you right now. Now, the average millionaire earns between three and seven streams of income. And if you think about it, how many jobs could you do? Like realistically, if you wanted to have a family and a life, you could probably do two jobs, full-time job, part-time job, but you can't just keep doing more jobs to create more income streams. But when it comes to assets and recurring income streams, you could have hundreds potentially. So as an example, I have, and I say this with humility, this is just a fact, it's not a brag. I have 1,300 tenants. It's about to move up to 1,500 tenants across hundreds of real estate units that I have in my portfolio. And I don't have to work to add more income streams. I just have to build another asset. So if you build assets that produce recurring income, you don't have to keep exchanging your time for money and get in the trap of working harder and longer, but making less money per hour. So what I'm going to do is share with you six subscription and recurring based income streams that I believe are the quickest to set up and the lowest hard cost to set up. So many of these you could actually set up today. I'm not saying you're going to be a millionaire today, but you could set up today and you could be generating income within days or weeks, depending on the input that you put in and the platform. And you could have multiple streams of income and revenue. And these are not necessarily real estate or physical assets. I'm going to share with you. I'm going to save the real estate and physical assets for other speakers at other times. I'm going to go with the digital based ones, the Internet and social media based ones, because I believe that's a level playing field. You don't need you know, a huge amount of money to start. So the ones I'm going to cover, I'll list them out and then I'll detail them for you. Are One, YouTube. YouTube is still the best creator platform for monetization. Jake Paul, he said that recently, YouTube is the best platform for monetization. And Jake Paul, I reckon, probably makes 20s of millions a year from YouTube. It's almost a forgotten channel for a lot of people because it's one of the old school ones. I mean, YouTube started, I think, before Facebook or at that sort of stage. So for many people, they don't go back to it because it's not new and sexy like TikTok or whatever. But it is the mainstay. Now, I earned £20,000, $25,000 from one video in 10 days. £2,000, $2,500 a day from one video on YouTube in the last few weeks. So by the way, all bar one of these that I'm going to share with you, I actually do. There's loads of people telling you stuff, but they're not doing it. Five out of these six I actually do. And one of them I'm about to launch soon. And I'll tell you which one that is. So on YouTube, there's two main monetization strategies or tactics. One is ad revenue and one is premium. Now, both are really sexy and premium is where people subscribe to you for exclusive content. Let me save that to the end of this little mini masterclass and I'll just cover now ad revenue. So on YouTube, you can realistically earn on the low end £5 and on the high end £20 per thousand views. 
Now, it depends how you build your channel and how many ads you want to run into your channel and how long your videos are. But if you do long for if you do long form content, you can earn a lot from an individual video. If you do shorter form, it's kind of harder to earn. So, you know, a lot of people think long form content is dead because of TikTok and Reels, etc. But Clubhouse rooms go on for hours and YouTube videos can be two hours or, or so long. So if you love long form content on YouTube, if a video is over eight minutes, then the ad revenue starts to come in. If it's over 10 minutes, your average view time is good and then you'll get more reach. And the longer it is, the more ads you can run on your YouTube video without it feeling like it's a spam fest. Like if you did a 10 minute video and there's five ads, that's like, whoa, spam fest. Whereas if you did an hour video and there were five ads, that's actually only, um, you know, an ad every 12 or so minutes. So it's kind of more palatable. So YouTube is the old school, but it's the big school. And like I said, on one video, I earned £20,000, about $25,000. Now, I don't want you to make the same mistake stroke mistakes I did. So the mis- here's the mistake I made. And, and it came from the right space, but don't make this mistake. So when I started creating content a lot more consistently, maybe three years ago, I went kind of part time on content. Five or seven years ago, I was part part time. So part time means a couple of hours a day, you know, taking it a bit more seriously. When I started to go part time on content creation, um, I had done 500 podcast episodes, hundreds of YouTube videos, thousands of Facebook posts and um, content in my groups and on my page and thousands of Facebook lives. And I never ran a single ad and I never did any monetization. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm a Brit. They're going to love it that I don't run any ads. I was fortunate enough to become a millionaire by age 31 and a decamillionaire by age 35. So I didn't need to monetize immediately. And I thought, I'll grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and find a way to monetize later. And I'll focus on value and growth because I didn't need the money. But what about if you do need the money? What about if you want to be a full-time creator? What about if you need to fund your time and pay your mortgage and your overhead so that you can bring value to your community? In that case, you need to earn from the start. So I put myself in that mentality and I thought, I'm going to start testing. So I ran a a podcast ad. Uh, I partnered with Blinkist and I got paid £105 per thousand downloads. And then I ran a huge, and I started testing all this stuff. And there was literally only a handful of people that were pissed off. And anyone gets, that gets pissed off about an ad, really, are they really worth being a follower of yours? Come on, you know, there's two billion people starving in the world. Don't get pissed off over an ad. So I got over myself and started doing sponsorships and ads and a, a lot more um, open to using my social channels to create revenue. And so I had, I've got a Jordan Peterson interview, a very unique one. And that's about 2.5 million views. That would have earned about £50,000, $60,000. And I didn't even run any ads on it because I was too British. What a dick. So, of course, now I'm going to make sure that on every big interview, I have the ad revenue turned on. I've got a David Icke video, nearly 2 million views. That would have been (laughs) £40,000. So invest some time in creating YouTube content. And when you get to a certain level, make sure that you turn on the ad revenue. 
Make sure that you monetize your content. You turn your mission into money, your ideas into income, your content into cash flow. Now, a little hack here is content repurposing. So you could go live on, say, Facebook and then do some good tight 30 minute content. And then you could take that content off of Facebook into a recording, edit that up a bit, and then you could upload that as a YouTube video. Now, what I do with a lot of my YouTube content is I interview successful people and then I upload it um, onto YouTube. So it's a podcast and a YouTube video. So I've got content repurposing. Anyway, content repurposing is something I do a lot of and I actually do a lot of content on that. So I'm going to talk about that another time. Take YouTube seriously. You can make a shitload of money. Mr. Beast makes 48 million a year. Ryan of Ryan Toys Review makes 20s of millions a year. I think he did 27 million at age eight or nine. It's just bonkers. Okay. Um, and then YouTube premium is where people can subscribe to your YouTube and they get premium content and they pay five or 10 pounds a month or something like that. I'm going to cover that at the end. Number two is NFTs. Now, this is the one I haven't done yet. But you heard it here first by I'm about to launch my own series of NFTs and NFTs are definitely the future and are probably going to become mainstream, whether it's a piece of art or some digital real estate or even a contract. So I saw Kevin O'Leary saying, I think that what would be great with an NFT is to verify the authenticity of something like a watch. So, you know, you want to buy a watch and you're a bit worried about the authenticity of it. Well, if a watch you buy like a Rolex Daytona. And then there's a, a minted NFT, which verifies its authenticity. That could be a very powerful use of an NFT. So NFTs have got massive opportunity and you can earn capital growth and income in royalties because each time your NFT is sold on, you can get a royalty, which you set. And of course, there's a capital value as well. So get yourself into NFT, start to learn. Uh, like I said, um, probably on my birthday, I will be launching a series of NFTs. But again, I'm going to do some uh, specific content on that. Make sure you're following my, me, by the way. Whatever channel you're listening and watching on, make sure you follow me. I'm going to be interviewing some legends in NFT. Someone has just asked here if I'm transgender. <laughs> pansexual. I think that's the new word, isn't it? I don't define my sexuality. I am pansexual. <laughs> Metrosexual, some people have called me. Um, no, I love women. <laughs> not that it matters. Who cares? Hashtag just saying. I'll have everyone. You do what you want, but I'm not transgender. Just, I'm just so glad we got that cleared up. I bet the whole world was like, fuck, what sexuality is Rob? We all need to know. And he wears some weird clothes. I don't know what he is. I don't know what I am, but I know I love women. Anyway, let's crack on. <laughs> so what I'm covering are the best subscription and recurring income streams. We've covered YouTube ads and YouTube premium. We've covered NFTs for the future. I'm going to do deep dive content on this, on my money podcast, on all my channels. So make sure you're following me. Number three, this is huge, by the way. Uh, and it's all linked. Digital real estate. So the metaverse is growing real estate on the internet. Like I'm in real estate in the UK. I own hundreds of properties with about 1,300 plus tenants. The problem with property and real estate in the UK is they're not making any more land. So there's scarcity. So it's hard to develop more and the costs go up to develop because there's a scarcity of land. Now, what you own is good because it goes up because of supply and demand, but it's hard to create and build new real estate. But the, the metaverse is a whole new digital universe, whole new digital universe. 
So get in early, get on the land grab. Do you remember when people were buying moon rocks? Do you remember when people were buying domain names? There's always these land grabs. So, so people look at land grab as an old school thing, like a gold rush. But land grabs and gold rushes have happened over time. You just need to be in early enough and you need to think, okay, let's look at how land grabs and gold rushes worked in the past. Imagine when oil was sort of dug for and found and then the big land grab for, you know, oil wells. So right now we're going to have a land grab for new domain names like Dot Club. You know, that was a recent one that got acquired by GoDaddy. My friend John Lee bought up loads of them and has made loads of money. And in the, the digital real estate um, universe, so new domain names, metaverse, NFTs and real estate in the metaverse, this is a huge area of growth. I just want to put it in your mind. I'm not going to go deep on that right now, but you should absolutely be studying this. And I will be bringing you new, fresh content on that on my money podcast and on my um, interviews that I do. Okay, number four way to create recurring income is leveraging audio platforms. So I now have recorded about a thousand podcast episodes. So I'm like, you know, dog years, I'm 86. I'm Yoda of podcasting. Like there's probably only a handful of people alive who've done more than a thousand episodes. You know, probably Joe Rogan and not many others. And um, for the first 500 episodes, I never ran a single ad. And I left 3.25 million pounds on the table there or thereabouts, not running one respectful ad on each of my episodes. What a dick. Do not be a dick. Be less like the old Rob and more like the new Rob. If you run a respectful ad, like if I ran an ad, I'll give you an example. Manscaped are after me. They want me to be one of their influencers. Like, you know, I have a big Robert the Bruce ginger Scottish beard, a beard fit for a king. And I have a good following. So Manscaped are after me. But they want me to run ads about shaving downstairs, about your shaving your, you know, Manscaped growth area downstairs. I'm not going to run an ad on a business podcast talking about shaving your downstairs pubic hair. Fuck that. I mean, that's just that's just ridiculous. However, if I ran an ad for Blinkist or Audible, Audible, I actually have a load of books on Audible. I listen to Audible. I love Audible. That fits. So I, I recommend that you get a sponsor and run ads on your YouTube and on your podcast and audible audio versions of your book and partner with someone that's relevant in your niche. And then bang, you're going to get a lot more ad revenue. So if I go to and try and, I don't know, sponsor handkerchiefs or I don't know, it's just some random shit. I'm probably going to get 20 pound a thousand downloads. If I, I get if I get Audible or Blinkist or Zoom, I'm going to get £150 per thousand downloads. So audio, uh, Audible. So if you ever write a book, make sure you do the audio book because you'll probably sell more audio books than you do physical books. And when I wrote Money, it became the UK's best-selling book on money. And then when I did the audio version, I doubled my sales. And then when you do your um, translations, you triple and quadruple your sales. So audio is a massive subscription and recurring income. Create audio on your podcast. I'm doing it here right now. So I'm recording a podcast live. Audio on Clubhouse, I'm doing it here right now. And then every time I do a book, it goes on Audible and you have multiple streams of income from your voice. For those of you that have wanted to speak up and be heard your whole life, now finally, for those of you that have got a face for radio, Audio is the way that you're going to generate multiple streams of recurring income. Okay, I've got two more. I hope you're enjoying the content so far. Make sure you're following me. Wherever you are watching or listening, make sure you follow me.
Okay, so number five of six recurring income streams is social media. So honestly, we are in the best age ever for monetizing social media. Do you remember three, five years ago, Gary Vee was shouting on every stage saying, put 900,000 pieces of content a day up for 10 years, never sell, and then hopefully, you know, you'll build a following. And everyone was just churning out content and getting nothing out of it. Or that was too overwhelming, so they were doing nothing. Now the world has completely changed. And I'm just going to now list to you the monetization tools I have turned on that you can too. Now, I've been telling people for years, put regular content out there. And some listen, and now they've got all these monetization tools turned on. Some don't listen, and now they haven't. So this is important, this first bit. Start producing more regular content. Because even if you can't turn on monetization now, what will happen is as you get views, as you get minutes viewed, as you get more followers, they'll all start to unlock. I believe on TikTok, you can go live once you've got a thousand followers. I believe it's a thousand or 10,000 followers on YouTube before you turn on monetization. There's a certain amount of minutes viewed on Facebook before you get certain ad revenue. So start going live with all of your content now so that when it comes time, or when a new monetization tool is launched, you are um, in the game and on the table. So I'll do this nice and quick, but people donate coins to me on TikTok. That's revenue stream number one. People donate badges to me on Instagram when I actually remember to turn the freaking badges on, which I haven't this time around. I've got 217 live on my um, Instagram. Now, then turn the freaking badges on. I'm not going to earn £7.26. <laughs> okay, so... Badges on Instagram. My Instagram account manager tipped me off a couple of months ago that coming soon, there's going to be a subscription-based service on Instagram. So, mark my words on that. Also, my, um, I said I wouldn't say this publicly, but I'm going to because I, I like to help as many people as I can. Um, my Instagram account manager said to me, most growth now on Instagram is going to be through Reels and we're going to become more of a video-based platform. So start posting daily reels. Post a reel every single day. I promise you, if you do that, you're going to get wild and epic growth, more so than on the main feed. I got tipped off on that. Okay, now on Facebook, it's crazy. I have supporters, stars. I have live in-feed ads and live events. I think there's one more. And so now every time I go live, at the end, there's a little ad that's fed in. And it's not a lot, but because it only just started but I earned $129 in the last six days. It's just, I've just started it. Now, if I'd have had that on every single live I've ever done, I'd have earned millions of dollars because I do a live every day and I go live for quite long. And the longer you go live, obviously the more ads that can run in. I have nearly 4,000 supporters um, and Facebook supporter program is their subscription platform. There's YouTube premium. There's podcast ads and sponsorships as I've covered. So your social media now from your content, from your message to the masses, your ideas and inspiration into income, your passion into profit, you can monetize virtually all social media channels now. But you can't if you're not in it. You can't if you're not producing content. So produce regular content, build your following, build your engagement, and then when the monetization tools get turned on, you'll be able to leverage them all. I am now earning about £350,000 a month from my social media channels. I got um, £130,000 speaking gig. It was essentially two speaking gigs, um, basically because of my social media following. I just got a £20,000 60-minute keynote speaking gig because of my social media. Look at Gary V, 
and Tom Bilyeu and Evan Carmichael, they've launched NFTs. Gary Vee did a $50 million NFT launch. And why was that? Because of his social media following. So you can either turn on all the monetization tools or you can just leverage new launches because distribution, following and fan base equals revenue. So do not overlook social media and putting out content regularly. So at the moment, I'm creating the podcast for my money podcast. I'm on a clubhouse room. I'm live on TikTok and I'm live on Instagram. So I'm making sure that I leverage this content on multiple platforms. Um, one platform is not enough anymore. You know, it's, everyone used to say, oh, focus on one core. Follow one course until successful. Just focus. Just get really good at one platform. No big influencer I know, and I know a lot, are just on one platform now. None of them. Oh, Joe Rogan, just podcast. No. Look at his YouTube. Look at, his, um, look at the, all the content from him on TikTok. Okay, cool. And final, my favorite, is subscription-based revenue. So I'm going to keep this one nice and quick because I've done a full episode on this. So I think the main two subscription platforms that you can use without taking your clothes off are Patreon or Kajabi. Now, I have my own bespokely written coded platform called Rob.team because it was worth my investment. I also was one of the first 60 people in the world to be given the Facebook supporter function. So if you use Facebook a lot, you'll be able to unlock the Facebook supporter program, which is Facebook subscription platform. But there's the good thing about Kajabi and Patreon is they're non-native, i.e. they're not on an individual platform. So for example, everyone who signs up to my Rob Moore supporter program, my Facebook subscription platform, does so, well, most, probably 95%, does so through Facebook. And I've built, like I said, nearly 4,000 subscribers who pay, only pay a few dollars a month. But that times 4,000 is obviously a good recurring revenue stream. Now, I was a bit worried about the reach of that. You know, if, what if the algorithm changes? What if Facebook cancels me? So I also set up my own platform called Rob.team. But, you know, I actually have a systems architect and I have coders and software developers who work for me. So I was able to do that. If you want the easy way, set up on Patreon or Kajabi. Patreon, if you're an individual creator and you just want to record some content on your phone and stick it up on a platform. Or Kajabi, if you want to be like a create an events company, do online seminars, online events, modularize content, etc., and build more of a business around it. So Kajabi and Patreon, you can go set them up after this content and you could be earning almost immediately. (laughs) 